We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 10th, 2016. Today is kind of an emergency alert regarding World War III, which is what we're going to be ex- uh, discussing exclusively today. So in that regard, it kind of is a, a dedicated study, but it's, it's, it is also a current event type of study that we're looking at here. Uh, very, very serious information we're getting into today. Before we get into that, just some Bible verses to kind of set the tone, make sure that we're in like the right mindset as we look at these things. I, I, um, <clears throat> I've said this a lot in the past, when you're looking at these types of events and things, you need to look at them through a biblical lens. So much of the time, what you're being presented is either from a secular standpoint, news media outlet, or even from Christians where they're just giving you the facts about a given situation and so much of the time acting like God doesn't even exist regarding that situation. Um, So I don't ever want to get into that doom and gloom, oh, woe is us, we're all going to die, we might as well just give up type of of attitude, which I see very, very um, prevalent in alternative Christian and alternative media. Uh, kind of like, okay, just resign yourself to, to your fate. See you later. You know, worst case scenario for a born-again Christian is absent from the body to, is to be present with the Lord. Okay, that's worst case scenario. So, um, in the end, we win, no matter what. So, even if you're here on earth, in the end, we win. And if you don't make it there, you win. So that's the type of attitude I think that God would like to see us have. Because the fear of man bringeth a snare. That's what the Bible says. A snare is a trap. So if you're operating in the fear of man when looking at all of this, and you're panic and you're in full panic mode, you're probably not hearing from God or going to hear from God because your own emotions are going to take over. The Bible says, and that's your heart, and the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs 28, 26. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14, 12. So, be really careful about trusting your own heart. Now, I'm not saying God can't lead you, and he won't lead you, but being in full panic mode is not the thing that I'm here to instill in anybody. But I'm also here as a watchman to warn the, the flock, the remnant, those that will hear when something like this comes about. And I have been talking for years about the eventuality of World War III and that it is a foregone conclusion. And it is a, uh, it's really what is, and I've said this for years, it's really what is going to lead us into the coming New World Order, the tribulation period. I, I do believe that on the heels of World War III, which it's most likely, according to, to the sources, and, and I mean even uh, secular, occult, these types of people, it's not going to be a long war. I've heard 91 days, but it is going to be maximum shock and awe, and your life will never be the same after, after this, this goes into effect. It will never be the same, okay? Um, life as we know it, particularly in America, will never be the same. Now, 
people that are already under persecution in a lot of other countries, let's say Christian persecution or third world, you know, they may already be living in a, in a horrific situation. So in, in their particular case, it may not be, it may get a lot worse. It may not. I don't, it, it depends and it varies on the person, where they live, their locality, that type of thing. Um, but we always want to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the First and the Last, our Kinsman Redeemer. There is nothing too hard for him. The Bible says, I am the Lord, you know, call upon me and, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And, and so that's what we need to do. We need to look to God and fear God because the Bible talks a lot about God looking to those that fear him, okay, to deliver them. And we're going to talk about that right now. And, and by fear of God, I don't mean walking around constantly trembling that God's going to like smush you like an ant, you know, but reverential fear. Like if you were to, if you were to be transported to heaven and, and stand before God, trust me, you wouldn't be bowed up to God. You would probably so have your face in in the ground, there's no dirt, but I mean, I'm, I'm just talking about it in a reverential fear, childlike way. I mean, and that's just awe, reverence, rever reverential respect type of thing. And that's what I'm talking about. That is the man to whom, or woman, to whom God looks. He resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. That's what the Bible says, okay? To them that are of a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. That's the, the Bible says in Isaiah, to this man will I look, or to this woman or man. A contrite means humble before God. Humility, fear of God, it, it all goes hand in hand. And I'm telling you, I really do believe that that is such a crucial aspect of, of getting through the, the, the time, the day and times that we're going into, to appropriating God's protection the angel of the lord encampeth around around about them that fear him and delivereth them so do you want the angel of the lord you want his angels encamping around about you well if you think that god is a big guy in the sky there ain't you don't have protection from god because that is disrespectful and you need to reverence god you need to reverence him and so there are certain things that are absolute prerequisites if, if, you're, if you're living in total sin toward God. You know, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Okay, so I'm not talking about like, I think I'm going around living some puritanical perfect life. No, I've said it before many times. If I got what I deserve, I get death and hell. And, you know, I've heard evangelists and people like this say, do you ever get sick and tired of your, sick and, uh, sick and tired of your old sorry self? And I can definitely relate to that. The Bible talks about, um, in the New Testament, Paul says, Oh, what a wretch of a man that I am. Who should deliver me from the body of this death? The things that I shouldn't do, that I do. The things that I should do, that I don't do. So, it's a, it's a balance. It's, it's understanding from whence the pit from whence you were dug is what we're talking about here. And all of that is tied together, I truly believe, regarding appropriating god's protection regarding doing mighty exploits for god through the power of the holy spirit 
and, and appropriating angelic help and being able to boldly go forward and do his works in the end times because he always preserves a remnant and I do believe that there are going to be many that go forth and do mighty exploits. The Bible does indicate that. I don't think it's going to be many. Maybe, though, when some of the remnant sees these types of things in action, it will embolden them, and then they will appropriate more faith, and then they will go and do mighty exploits for God. But it's got to start somewhere. So... I'm just kind of ranting. I'm kind of thinking out loud here. I'm trying to set the tone for this study, um, which I don't, you're not going to hear this at all in this study other than now, <laughs> okay? Everything else is pretty much doom and gloom, and it's stuff that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. I think that would fall under this classification, and the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I think this is something that you definitely want to be aware of. If for nothing, if for no other reason um, to pray about, to ask God what he would have you do in your specific example to prepare. Um, I'm not in a position where where you know I, I, I've got it all figured out. I don't at all. Some of these things that, that maybe we've been praying about for years, about, oh, God, what about, where do you want me to go to when the time comes for this? Do you want me to stay put? Do you want me to, to go to the hills? Do you want me to, some of that, none of, there's probably a large percentage of us, and I ain't fall into that boat, that I don't really know. I really don't know. That answer may not come until the last second. It may not come until um, it's God's perfect timing. You know, maybe it hasn't come because you haven't prayed about it enough. Maybe you need to fast about it. These types of things. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying um, there are things that can help um, if you're if you're seeking an answer from God. There are things that you can do to help that to supercharge your prayers. Okay, fasting is 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 the the greatest thing that I know of. And there's different ways you can fast. Some people do um, where they just do, uh, you know, water. There's some that do like that Daniel fast where you just do certain types of foods for 21 days. Uh, there's people that have done 40-day fasts. I know um, an evangelist over in Africa. I think he did like two. I've never done that far. I've, I've done one. I know I've done at least one week. And I've done several three-day, no food, no water. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying we even did one here a few years ago about um, child sacrifices that were most likely going to be happening. I believe it was in Colorado. Now, <clears throat> I wouldn't do that unless God called you to do it, especially three-day, no, no food, no water. Um, yeah, you, you, even in the Bible it says that if I perish, I perish. You can theoretically particularly if you're dehydrated. You don't want to go into that if you're dehydrated. That can kill you. Now, can God preserve you? Sure he can. Absolutely, 100%. It didn't kill me. I mean, your kidneys are screaming on that third day. Some people, their kidneys are screaming on the second day. <laughs> it's, you know, and, and are you called to do it? I mean, maybe maybe it's just skipping some meals. I don't know. It's different for everybody. God is not cookie cutter. Whatever God's convicting you to do is, is all I'm saying. Um... If you're unsure about things and you want that, now would probably be a good time to go into that mode. If there's any last-minute preps, um, 
relocation, these types of things. If there's anything you need to do, now would probably be a good time to shore that all up if you're in a position to do it. A lot of people probably aren't. A lot of people might be landlocked in a city somewhere. And they're not, and again, the Bible says, I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? He can hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity there, just like he can out in the country in the mountains. He can make you invisible. I'm convinced of that. This is why I did the teaching on Psalm 64. Now, if you've never heard that teaching about imprecatory prayers, um, hoping in God's mercy, you really need to listen to that because that teaching is just, there's nothing that's probably changed my life since I've been saved more than the concept of that teaching and more than praying Psalm 64. And, and there's something special about that psalm. Now, I'm not saying that all psalms aren't special, but for, for me and for a lot of other people, there's something special about that psalm. In that psalm, the, it basically starts out by God, you asking God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. And when we get into this study today, you're going to see why I'm saying all this. It's going be, to become apparent because, um, well, we'll see as we get into it. It's a lot of material to cover. I don't know how many parts this is going to go into. Um, it's not a very long PDF, but there's a lot of audio clips. I want to, the, the reason I'm doing it this way is that I really want to give you a lot of confirmation and cross confirmation from different and various sources that this isn't something that I'm just blowing out of proportion and that I'm kind of like, you know, going half cocked on. There's a lot of different information coming out. And if this stuff goes hot, which it could very quickly, especially before the election okay because the debate that went on tonight I, honestly i thought when the thing came out with trump this week i thought okay he's done coffin nails that's what i told you I, I texted some people even emailed some of my listeners i'm like he's done it's over there's no way he's recovering from this do i think he's a great guy a wonderful especially after i heard the audio i mean no listen i no i don't okay i'm not i'm not sitting here defending donald trump okay i'm not but to be fair if we were to look at what hillary has done raping not only women and using mk ultra mind control sex slaves for any sick disgusting thing she wants okay read, read the book transformation of america by kathy o'brien Read that book. Now, it is an extremely inappropriate book from the standpoint of what they discuss. Okay? And I'm not telling you to read it, but if you have any doubts about the wickedness of Hillary and Bill, but even more so Hillary, because the book really gets into a lot with what Hillary's done. It is a sickening read. I read it one time, I'm like, I don't ever want to read that again. I wouldn't even hardly, but I'm saying if you're on the fence about, about if Hillary's evil, and this has nothing to do with Trump, read that book. I believe that's the truest picture of the Clintons that you're going to probably get, and that we don't even know everything else. She's, she's also a witch, and they don't really get a lot into that in the book. Um, but it's it's... It's just so sickening and disgusting. I can't even uh, repeat 
on air. I can't even really get into it. Um, there's no tactful, biblical way for me to even broach the subject. It's so bad how sick she is and how evil. Okay, so all I'm saying is in comparison with all the people that Bill has raped, uh, all the women, and they just had, you know, three come out tonight with the other lady that, that Hillary made sure that her killer got off, came out tonight with Trump. Now, again, I'm not here to defend Trump. I'm not on the whatever. I'm not campaigning for Trump. I'm just saying, if you look at this in comparison to what the Clintons have done, you look in the comparison of the 119 dead bodies and, and counting, and those are just the ones we know of, of, of people that have come out and that were threats to the Clinton. You look at all the dead bodies in the Middle East that, that, that have been um, through Bill and Hillary's politics, things that they've done over there to destabilize those areas. I mean, all of the failed things that they have done, all of the wickedness they have done, all the dead bodies. All, I mean, it's just not even remotely in comparison you know uh, to really anybody i can hardly think of <laughs> you know i mean they're they're in a class by themselves the only one that was sicker in that book i would say with hillary would have been dick cheney he was about the only they're all tied together the bushes the cheneys the 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 obamas this has all been the same regime okay since bush senior it's all been the same regime since then it's just different faces they're all on the same team i don't care if it's republican or democrat from bush senior on and you could even say reagan and i mean you could go back and say well they, they were all corrupted yeah okay you can make a case for that as well okay they said reagan was just a, a basically a, a front for for bush senior you know anyway i don't want to go too far down that rabbit trail anymore um Let's just start off with some Bible verses, kind of set the tone, and then we're going to get right into this information. A lot to cover here. Um, Psalm 33, 16 through 22. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver by any of his great strength. Now, and you have to understand the times that they were riding in, the, the horse would have been the main, one of the main ways of escape. You know, now we have, vehicles and things of this nature or planes and all kind of other things um then it goes on to say behold the eye of the lord is upon them that fear him upon them that hope in his mercy well if you hope in his mercy what is that that's faith faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen and without faith it is impossible to please god Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, getting in the word of God is a way to build your faith up. Okay, also having your faith tested is a way to have your faith built up. I can attest to that. Um, and then it goes on to say, to, de to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine. Which is probably going to be a reality very shortly, once this stuff all kicks off. Uh, our soul waiteth for the Lord, he is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. So, just some positive verses to kind of put our us in the right mindset, looking at all of this information, all these breaking reports that have literally, I mean, this is very, it's like in the last week, most of this, and that's been building to this for a long time. 
me talking about things that have been building for years. But a lot of these reports, um, you know, the first one here is just four days old. And it's entitled Russia and China Combining Forces in Syria. The Russians are preparing to win World War III. They have presently evacuated 40 million Russians who have been transported to bunkers in an effort to practice to survive an American nuclear strike. Now, could you imagine if that headline was rolling here in our country? 40 million of us have been transported to bunkers in an effort to practice to survive an American nuclear strike? It'd be front page news everywhere. Have you heard about this in lamestream media? It's been on the alternative some, um, but it's a big deal. I mean, this is a massive, massive operation that we're talking about here. Meanwhile, what has Obama done to protect the lives of American citizens? The answer is that he hates America, and Americans will not lift America and Americans, and will not lift a finger to save even one, unless it's his own skin. This is why we have no bunkers. Hillary Clinton has promised to enforce a no-fly zone in Syria. This means certain war. John Kerry has threatened to send terrorists to destroy Russian cities. Defense Secretary Ashton Carter has stated that our children will live in a world that is burned out, that is a burned out cinder. Now, what I'm telling you here is some of this, some of this information you'd be saying, well, when did they say this? I'm telling you, this is so ratcheted up in the last month. You're going to hear the quotes out of their own mouths. I'm going to play them. This wasn't like this a month ago. They are, and I really do believe a ton of this is going on because of Trump. Because they are deathly afraid of the mass awakening that is taking place with Americans right now. And I don't mean not to lionize Trump. I'm just saying, as a result of his platform and what he has brought to the fore, what he, what he brought up tonight, a lot of people are getting woke up. No matter what they're doing, no matter what, how, I mean, if I go to, like, uh, the gym, and it's the only time I will, I'll see, like, a, a night, nightly newscast, the first 10 minutes, at least, is totally devoted to trashing and going after Trump. Meanwhile, Hillary has... And Bill and Hillary both have like mountains of skeletons that are are you know in their respective closets. I mean closets that would you know be the size of like Arkansas would be a good state to compare it to. And they mentioned nothing about that. Anything they can they can use to demonize Trump, it's it's purely devoted to that. All the networks. You could turn on all the networks, they're all reporting on the same thing. Virtually on them it is that important but from what i saw tonight with and i guess it was a good good idea that that i, I waited until after the debate from what i saw on drudge alone afterward it was a 92 92 percent of the people on drudge i understand drudge is more of an educated audience but 92 percent of the people said that um uh, Trump had won the debate, and most people had said they had, he had won it resoundingly. The first one was he was way too soft on Hillary, way too. He did not, you know, he did not do a very good job in that first debate. Now, some people could say, "Yeah, well, this or that." I'm just saying, you you've got to go for the juggler with this witch. She is so evil. She is so calculating. Such a liar. If you could look at her and Bill's soul, all you would see is just pure blackness. 
There is no no evil, wicked, lying thing they would not stoop to in order to win this election. And I've said this as well. All they've really got to do, all mainstream really media has to do up until the point of the election is keep the assemblance that the election's close. They've just got to keep that, that facade that, oh, it's two points. If they do that, they've got the voting machines all rigged, the Diebold voting machines and the other electronic voting machines. It's all in the software. All they got to do is flip some, flip some percentage points and say Hillary won 51, Trump lost 49. Not only that, you're going to have United Nations observers that are going to be basically, that, them and FEMA, Homeland Security. FEMA, Homeland Security, and the United Nations are going to be in charge of the polling stations. Okay? Uh, to me, it's almost, I don't see how you overcome that. Unless God would intervene. And I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying unless God intervenes in this, I don't see how Trump could possibly win. No matter how woke up the people are. They don't care. They're not reporting on it. But the Illuminati is monitoring this mass awakening and remember i've said before that a lot of times if there is no public pushback if there's no public backlash to certain issues what that does is it tells the illuminati it, it tells them that the sheeple people have been dumbed down to another extent or placated or whatever you want to say with bread and circuses and various other means i mean they're, they're fluoridated in the water which burns out your lower brain lobes which controls your will to resist there's there and people are heavily medicated all over the country with pharmacia they're totally relying on on the meds totally relying on the government you're not going to bite the hand that feeds you most of the time for them for the average person so they have a lot of people that are in their corner just by virtue of their dependency on either the government pharmacia whatever you have the illegal aliens that, that have been allowed to come in here. That's a whole voter block. That's a whole mass of people. Then you have the Muslims that they brought. I mean, it's all of these, these I mean, o Obama is doing everything he can bring right now at breakneck speed to let the illegal aliens in. The borders are more, more wide open now than ever. I just saw this, this uh, uh, reports today, um, and I'm not sure if I, I put them in here. Um, I just saw my drudge. Let me just see real quick here. On how they are just going crazy to bring the illegal aliens in. He wants to bring in as many as they can bring in as possible before the election, if there is an election, which to me is, is kind of doubtful at this point because of what we're going to be looking at uh, today here. Um... Okay, I guess they took that those reports down, or maybe they got pushed away. Anyway, it's bad. It's super, super bad. What is going on at the border? All of it is being done by design. All of it is being done to destabilize this country, to to um, dilute the you know the voting blocks. To I've went over all this before, many, many times. Like I said. I believe that between now and the elections, and or when Obama leaves office, but most likely between now and the elections, which we're not, what are we looking at, 33 days now, 32? There is most likely going to be something really, really cataclysmic happen if this awakening continues, especially with Trump. Okay? There was a report I saw the other day, two-star general said that if Trump keeps gaining on Hillary, 
Hitlery, whatever you want to call her, that there's going to most likely be some type of EMP attack um, over the country. Uh, there's a two-star general that said that. We're going to be looking at a lot of these issues today here. So, um, we're in probably the most perilous time right now, between now and the elections especially, than this country has ever been in ever. Going back to the main report, Hillary, okay, we, we already talked about all of these, these high-level officials, what they're saying, how they're not ratcheting up the rhetoric regarding going to war with Russia and demonizing Russia. And then it says, as if Russia needed more provocation or launch a first strike against America, there are four reasons why Putin will do exactly that, and all four reasons relate to Syria. The, this report identifies the four major regions reasons which underlies the russian military presence in syria number one russia is protecting its own middle east allies um isis is a cia creation okay we've said this many times we created them we put them into the regions that we want to destabilize we fund them we arm them we train them the these are the same devils that are that are Cutting off Christians' heads, burning them alive, drowning them, raping the women, probably raping the little boys too, because they like to do that. I mean, mutilating, I mean, the most sadistic, evil things you can think on the planet. And our government is firmly the reason why that has happened. Now, I understand there's other, there's other nations that have backed it, but, but our government's the brainchild of it, okay? As former Army Special Operations Officer Scott Bennett states, ISIS was a CIA creation supplied by illegally left-behind military equipment in Iraq. We left it behind on purpose, by design. According to Bennett, ISIS is funded by CIA-sponsored uh, covert Swiss bank accounts. ISIS's purpose was to eventually bleed over into Syria, where they would help foment the collapse of the Assad regime. It's always been the goal. Assad being the president of Syria. Once Syria had been toppled, Iran would be invaded and the Federal Reserve's petrodollar would be saved, which is the re it's always about money and the, and the preservation of, of maintaining the um, reserve, reserve world currency status through the petrodollar, the Federal Reserve note. Okay? That's what this is all about. Also, will they want, I mean, there's other reasons they're in the Middle East. They want to also make sure that the, uh, like in Afghanistan, in these places that they want to guard the poppy they want to make sure the poppy production explodes which is what's happened since we've stuck our noses in into that and invaded those regions we have troops that have literally been guarding the poppy fields for years poppy is where you make opium opium is where you get heroin you wonder why we have such an epidemic of drug addicts in this country well it's because the poppy production has been exploded in those regions they're shipping way more than they ever have ever from those regions which is being used to make heroin and then also all of the illicit uh pharmacia things like oxycontin and these other things that people are totally addicted to now and then when people can't get their oxycontin i see documentaries all the time on on, on all these people that are addicted to meds it's unbelievable to me and when they can't get their oxycontin anymore because their prescriptions run out and it's too expensive well guess what they go to the next cheapest alternative, which is heroin. Or maybe they get hooked on meth. I don't know. 
And then they're just, you know, it's just a matter of time before it's a death sentence. I mean, the average meth user has a life expectancy of, I, I think I saw the other day, three to five years. All of this is by design. It's pharmakia. It's sorcery, which is where we derive the word sorcery from in the Bible. Pharmakia. Pharmacies. Pharmaceuticals. And the Bible talks about in Revelation that the, Revelation that the whole world was deceived by her sorceries. The whore of Babylon. Her sorceries. Her pharmakia. That's why this drug thing is such a big part of this discussion. Because if everybody's whacked out on drugs, do you think they're going to do anything to resist the New World Order? Do you think they're going to have any capability of really getting saved? I mean, there's a huge demonic component with the drugs. Do you think those demons want you to get saved? That's why I'm so big on the clinical nutrition that, I, that I've specialized in since 1993. Because I, I view that, okay, here's the natural alternatives, the way that God put things here. And yes, it's not, as, it's not like you're going to pop a pill and fix everything, but you're not doing that with the drugs either. It takes time if, you're, if, if it took you 20 or 30 or however many decades to get to where you're at. You can't reverse that in a day. You can't pop a pill and say the pain went away, therefore the problem's gone. If that was the case, all you had to do is take one pill. It takes time to rebuild systems. And the older you get, the less enzyme pool you have in the body. Enzymes are what help you heal and repair quicker. And the less hormones that you have and the longer it takes. So the longer you wait, the harder it is to reverse things like that. And most people, though, they're in this Burger King mindset where, oh, I want to have it my way and I want to have it now. And I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go something that's going to take me two to three months to reverse a condition. It's very, very typical. It's why it's a big reason why it was a relief for me to get out of private practice because I was sick of dealing with that mindset. I'm not saying I'm, I'm getting that from my listeners, but I'm saying that it was a very, very prevalent mindset. And you, you would pour your heart out and try to help people, and they would just basically disregard all this effort you would try to put into them to help them. Very, very common in America. We're trained that way. We're brainwashed that way from very early ages. With all the, I mean, if if I'm at the gym and I'm I'm looking at um the you you get the first ten to fifteen minutes of any news report demonizing every single aspect of Trump, glorifying Clinton, and then between all you're getting is drug commercials where they list you this laundry list of pharmacia side effects, usually including death or some cancer or some perma- permanently disfiguring thing and then they they go but you may get this little benefit from the drug in this area it's going to cause all these other side effects you have to take more drugs it's going to destroy your liver it's going to do this who knows what kind of demons it's imparting to you because it's pharmacia but hey your bladder will be health happy supposedly or whatever the drug is for it is a world gone totally insane crazy gonzo nuts and it's the norm it's the norm I'm the crazy one because I don't want to go along with it or anyone else that doesn't. So, anyway, sorry. Um, let's go back to the report here. Uh, so, once Syria had been toppled, Iran would be invaded and the Federal Reserve's petrodollar would be saved. Conversely, Syria and Iran are Russia's only path into the Middle East. Subsequently, Putin has very cleverly turned the tables on the CIA strategy to use ISIS to topple Syria, and this has provided Russia with a pretext to have a military presence in the region. 
Number two, the second reason. Russia is leading the charge away from the petrodollar. The BRICs have attacked the sacred Federal Reserve by undermining the petrodollar. Now, what, what are the BRICs? The BRICs is an acronym for an association of five major emerging national economies. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And obviously Russia and China are the two big boys in that one. At the beginning of the Syrian-Iran crisis, all of the world's nations used the dollar as the world's reserve currency, except for Iran and Syria. So long as the world used the dollar as a prerequisite to purchase oil, the nations of the world would always prove to be subservient to the United States and its, quote, petrodollar. This is the only reason why our dollar hasn't really collapsed. Because it's been propped up because of its world reserve currency status for all of these decades. You can't just create money out of thin air which is what the Federal Reserve does, release it into that with no gold, silver backing, no, nothing, nothing backing it whatsoever, nothing, and expect it not to fail. This is the main reason why it hasn't failed, because it's had this world reserve currency status for all of these decades. So they're desperately trying to make sure that doesn't happen. And Russia and Syria are a threat to that. And this is why we're, we're um, one of the reasons why we're going after it or why the wicked factions of the United States and the Illuminati are going after it. The Federal Reserve dollar has been the world's reserve currency since 1944. It provides the only backing for the dollar. Right. Without the dollar being on the world reserve currency status, the dollar would hyperinflate and crash in a very short amount of time. The lives of the average Americans would be over as they have known it. There have been past attempts to abandon the practice of purchasing Iraqi oil without first going through the Federal Reserve to purchase the petrodollar. In the early 1990s, France and Germany attempted to use the euro to quietly purchase oil from Iraq. Iraq was then invaded by the United States. So understand, these wars are all by design, and they're all for, by design for a reason, and the reasons are always nefarious and evil and malevolent. Always. It's never some, oh, we're sis, boom, ba, rah, rah, rah. It's all a good thing. Okay. They're created by the Illuminati on purpose. And this is why we went to Iraq. No matter what, they were, no matter what the talking head media was telling you. Um, when history repeated itself, Iraq was evaded again and, and Saddam Hussein was executed. When Libya did not play ball with the central banks over much the same issue, it was invaded and Gaddafi was executed. When JFK printed silver certificates in an attempt to bypass the Federal Reserve, JFK, John F. Kennedy, he was also executed. Putin is standing tall in opposition to this trend. Now, JFK, I believe, was executed for that reason and a whole lot of other things. But that was probably one of the main ones. Okay. So, when you do this, when you start messing with the Federal Reserve, you're dead. That's the one thing that will get you killed quicker than anything. You know. The love of money is the root of all evil. This is their baby. This is their ultimate baby, is this world reserve currency. And controlling the currencies in the banking systems. Um, Putin is standing tall in opposition to this trend. At the end of the day, he too will be executed or assassinated once he's fulfilled his purpose. Okay, that's their theory. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe Putin's playing his part in this and he knows exactly what he's doing and that's a facade. Maybe he's not, but maybe when he realizes that he's going to die, maybe he'll start playing ball then. I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to be that dogmatic like they are anyway uh while growing weary of paying higher prices for oil 
in order to prop up the petrodollar, Russia and under Putin let it bull charge away from the world reserve status of the dollar. Iran and Syria began to sell its oil for gold. Okay. India, Brazil, South Africa, and most of all China joined the revolution against the dollar and the BRICS nations were formed. The U.S. postured to invade Iran under the pretense that Iran was developing nuclear weapons and then we, go, we turn around and give $150 billion, um, which is incredibly smart, obviously. Um, Russia and China both threatened to nuke the United States and Obama backed down. All of this adds up to the eventual death of the dollar and ultimately World War III. Now remember, when the, if it when the dollar dies, like I've been saying, it's going to has to for years. You're, it's not going to be worth anything, or it's going to be worth an absolute fraction. So that's why I said about, you know, if there's preps and you're on, I mean, once this all goes down, you're not going to be able to get anything anyway. You're not even going to be able to get something at the corner store. Probably everything's going to be sold out. It's going to be like this Hurricane Matthew, where the where the shelves are all bare overnight um and not only that what's even a worst case scenario is is even if you had a pile of cash it may not be able to buy anything anymore so they just added the um remimbi the yuan remimbi into the currency baskets here in the last week or so um which also is is a threat to the dollar um, that's a whole other story that I, I put some information out on in, a, in a newsletter that I put out. So they're they're definitely moving in that direction. And ultimately, like I've said before, the ultimate, the, the last domino that needs to fall in order for the new order to be implemented is the destruction of America, and particularly the middle class of America, which is the main part of America that's woken up regarding a lot of the platform that Trump's put out. And I'm not giving him credit okay but regarding a lot of the 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 uh, things the platform that he's running a lot of people have woken up they don't like that okay so that's a huge threat and that's why we're talking about a lot of this today because it relates to that i believe it's all tied together in the upcoming elections it's all tied in with what we're talking about today here going further here uh as a result the dollar now has a date with destiny Putin's actions are starting to leave the Federal Reserve without backing for the dollar. Um, with nineteen, with a nineteen trillion dollar deficit, a two hundred forty trillion dollar unfunded and mandated liabilities like Social Security, Medicare, etc., and a whopping one point five quadrillion dollar credit swap derivatives debt, the dollar, after losing much of its former petrodollar status, is on the verge of collapse, and it could happen any day. Third reason, Russia is preparing to invade the Middle East. Russia's excuse to eradicate ISIS on the pretense of saving the Assad regime of Syria has provided Russia with the means to build a military base of operations in Syria and serves to provide a path in which they can invade U.S.-friendly Middle East partner oil-rich nations who are promoting the continuance of the petrodollar. Yeah, because they would obviously be a, an enemy of Russia, okay, if they were a friend of the petrodollar. Quite frankly, I'm surprised that the United States, under Federal Reserve Board leadership, has not already launched a first nuclear strike. I fear that day is coming. The Federal Reserve will not go down without a fight. The Russian counter-strategy is to occupy as many parts of the world as possible, thus making it impossible for the U.S. to effectively counter the BRICS economic war upon the petrodollar. I just heard another report on that tonight, how um, 
Russia is trying to occupy all these parts, so what they would try to do is stretch the resources of America and NATO very, very thin. Because you can only guard so many sectors. Okay, so that was another reason. Number four, all the world is a stage and Putin is the leading man. Putin is ex-KJB. As a result, following the collapse of the former Soviet Union, the KJB morphed into the Russian mafia and ruthlessly controlled Russian politics, media, and much of its foreign policy. The Russian mafia was a brutal entity. In short, Putin is a thug, a KJB mafioso thug, who has brutally murdered tens of thousands of his own people. So he's no saint. They just banned home churches over there. I put a whole bunch of reports out about that in one of my recent newsletters. And, I mean, basically any kind of, of Christian home church, it's banned now in Russia. So he's no saint, this guy. Um, the fools that engage in worshipping Putin are very misguided. The only reason that Putin enjoys rock star status among some misinformed Americans is because he publicly espouses the beliefs of the Russian people, which also, to a large extent, represent mainstream middle class American values. Putin is openly anti-gay, while the, while the White House displays colors of the rainbow after the Supreme Court's rulings on gay marriage. Putin has banned GMOs, while Congress blocks any legitimate control over Monsanto, Monsanto actually, what we like to call Monsanto. And Putin has told the Bank of International Settlements to go to Hades, basically, while, the, while Obama is their lapdog. Putin is actually arrogant enough and enough of a demagogue to believe that he can overcome the satanically inspired banking forces on the planet. Eventually, Putin will suffer the same fate as Saddam Hussein, though. That's their, that's their opinion. Today, it was announced that Russia on Wednesday turned to Twitter to justify its deployment of advanced S-300 anti-aircraft missile systems to Syria. Now, these are anti-aircraft systems in Syria. Hillary's saying they, she wants a no-fly zone over Syria. Russia's basically going to be saying the same thing if they haven't already. And they've got S-300 anti-aircraft missile systems in Syria. Do you see how easy it would be to start World War III? Just shoot down a plane or two. Blame it on... I mean, let's say it's even... I saw this one thing and I don't even... You know, I'm trying to cover things I can really verify. But somebody said supposedly caught America painting some planes as Russian. And, and that that could be a way that we could shoot down our own planes or whatever. Provocation to get us into World War III. What I'm saying is if they're desperate enough and they feel like that no matter what they're doing in mass media to, to stop this awakening trend um, and that it's going to be such a landslide for Trump. I mean, Trump fills stadiums. Hillary could barely fill a room. I, there's only so many ways to rig an election. If they feel like that no matter what they can do, this is their this is their plan B, I believe. Get us into World War III, which will automatically give us a, get us into martial law, and Obama will be in indefinitely. Because under martial law, he can stay as president indefinitely. And the elections are suspended. That is, um, from what I'm seeing... From alternative news sources, that is one of the most likely scenarios they are saying is going to happen. What I just said. Going back to this report. Um, so Russia is ready and the U.S. is not. They've already got any aircraft systems in Syria, which would take down American planes. If they fly, if they, let's say they fly into a Russian no-fly zone. 
Also, who can forget this report in which it was detailed that the Chinese military is executing a military buildup in Syria? All roads may lead to Rome, but all roads leading to World War III lead to Damascus. It's biblical, and it's almost upon us. Short of divine intervention, World War III is a foregone conclusion. And, and remember, out of the ashes of World War III, which the Illuminati has predicted, I believe, will be a 91-day war, will come the Antichrist and the False Prophet. Maximum shock and awe, maximum order out of chaos, their mottos, okay? Maximum traumatization of the world, and by the end of that 91 days, if that's the way it plays out, people will be begging for some type of world savior to come on the scene and just make it all better, make it all go away. Make the death and destruction and all that go away, and they're going to have their antichrist and false prophets stepping up to the plate at that exact time. Who it's going to be, I can't say for sure. I've done a lot of reports on, on uh, Devil Betraya, who refers to himself as Lord Betraya, the UN-sponsored. You can key in the keyword search on that. I think he's a good candidate. Uh, I think he's going to play some type of part at bare minimum. Maybe it'll be something totally different. Um, but I have done a lot of reports on the Antichrist. Just key that in the uh, keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. That's most likely what we're, we're facing. It And literally, this could be starting like tomorrow. Maybe it's not going to start for another year or two. I don't know. I mean, I guess if they could keep up what they're doing, I hear they're going to accuse Trump of some type of pedophilia tomorrow. They're going to come out with some other new report that's trumped up where, where you have this anonymous witness that said something about him. They're going to, they're going to try that attack, even though Bill's the one that's been doing that type of, of garbage for decades, and so is Hillary. Hillary's been raping little girls, and uh, I can't even get into what she's done. Um, they're both beyond sexual predators, deviant, evil, black-souled devils. Um, but if they can keep propping her up, and get her into the White House, I would think that that would be a way for them to say, okay, we don't have to be as aggressive on this, we have a little bit more time. Unless by their occult timetable, because they're very, very big on occultic dates, occultic, you know, astrology, doing things by, or, or whatever Satan's commands would be, unless he has laid out a very, and I mean Satan, unless he's laid out a timetable where it's like, no, it's got to be done, by this date period there's no more waiting there's no so i, I i'm not going to sit here and act like i'm dogmatic and i know exactly when all this is going to go down i'm going to present to you some scenarios these are things you can take to the lord pray about um but we could be right on the precipice of this going down very quickly and world war three let's say it is a 91 day war we're in the tribulation where that's right on the cusp of going into the tribulation period Uh, let's go further. Uh, let's see here. Each and any of these four reasons we just mentioned will accumulate in the final date with destiny, and if these reasons were not enough, the American establishment keeps poking the proverbial stick in the eye of Russia. In the eye of Russia, in short, Putin is being used by the New World Order to move the planet toward World War III. The New World Order wants World War III in order to promote the order out of chaos. Okay, which is the motto of the thirty-third degree Freemason order, Ordo Abkal order out of chaos they want a war of political and economic unification one more government one more political system one more religion one more currency okay you collapse the dollar as the world's reserve currency people are going to be freaking out that have dollars in their possession that's not just this country that's 
the countries in the world who've relied on the dollar, they're going to be very, very receptive to a one-world currency if that dollar doesn't doesn't um, have any value anymore. Very, very receptive. You see where that, how that could be ushering that. Uh, Putin is their unwitting accomplice to this end. At the at the end of the day, Putin, like Obama, will lead their respective nations to total annihilation, and the final version of the new world order will be upon us. I'm going to play this video to almost the six minute mark. Hi, this is Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show, where we are freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And you're listening to the Red List News. It's with a heavy heart that I bring this report today on the Red List News. Things are heating up in Syria beyond belief. What we are seeing now is reported in Russia today that Beijing and Damascus have agreed that the Chinese military will provide humanitarian aid to Syria. And a high-ranking People's Liberation Army officer said that training will commence of Syrian personnel by Chinese instructors with regard to military strategy and tactics. Isn't this how the Vietnam War started? It actually is. Combat advisors, if you recall, prior to the false flag event, which basically got us into Southeast Asia, but we had 16,000 combat advisors there at one point in time. And the Chinese now are proposing to do the same thing. It's incremental military involvement. We already have the Russians involved in Syria. Now we see the Chinese are going to be involved in Syria. They're taking a unified front. And there's another development in that region of the world today, too, as well. And it starts around the fact that it has now been revealed that Russia is using bases to fly out of Iran in which to conduct missions in Syria. The line in the sand is being drawn. The Allies are lining up. There is no question that we are seeing the formation of an alliance that is hostile to the U.S., intent on stopping our involvement in Syria, intent on stopping U.S.-created ISIS involvement in Syria. And now we see the Russians, the Chinese, and the soon-to-be nuclear power, Iran, all forming one block. <clears throat> Since we're looking at a good portion of the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, how long will it be until we see India getting involved as well? Certainly India and China have had their differences through the years, but politics makes strange bedfellows. These nations have united against the use of the petrol dollar, where now gold can be used to purchase Iranian oil. We've seen one political alliance involving India. Can you imagine, if you would, China, with its overwhelming billion-plus population, India, with its overwhelming billion-plus population, and Russia, with their technology and their ever-increasing military prowess facing off against the United States in the Middle East. And this has implications beyond saving Assad in Syria. This has implications on who is going to control 
the Middle East. And if we are cut off from oil, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out how the West will respond. And the response will be swift, it'll be nuclear. And when the Bible says that Damascus will be destroyed in a day, and this is where they say that the, basically the Third World War will start, we're starting to see biblical prophecy unfold in this region of the world. And as I've stated in some previous studies, Damascus is already, <laughs> I mean, it's largely destroyed right now, but it's not totally, but it's <laughs> definitely on its way to, to total destruction. How is Obama going to respond? Well, you have to understand where Obama's coming from. And that will be a topic for another time in another Red List News podcast. But basically speaking, Obama's been put into place by the powers that be to destroy the United States. It is starting to look more clearly to me and to many other people that look at this that the forces are lining up to crush the United States military and will crush our military prowess, our economy, our way of life, and bring untold death and destruction to our shores. At a time when these other nations are building up, we are scaling down. We have scaled down, or we're in the process of scaling down, to pre-World War II levels. This is crazy. And then we look at the subjugation that's coming within the United States. Perhaps this is why our combat troops are overseas, because they can't be trusted. Perhaps this is why we see the influx of ever-increasing foreign troops. Not a day goes by that I don't get emails from either soldiers or family members of soldiers talking about how they are training with foreign operatives in this country, foreign troops, from places as innocuous as Denmark, on how to conduct martial law gun confiscation of American citizens. It's all here to see. It's in plain view. The problem is about half of America has a fatal case of cognitive dissonance. Well, that's it for the... Okay, so that's what we have for that report. We're going to be heavily discussing the last point that he brought up about the foreign troops on our soil that are here for gun confiscation when martial law is implemented. And um, here's another scenario, and we'll probably be mentioning this more. When this goes down, our troops will, uh, the ones that are here, a lot of them are, are already overseas, that's by design, because they want as few, um, let's say, patriotic troops on American soil as possible. But when World War III starts to go down, and we send the remaining troops that we have overseas, let's say, and I'm talking National Guard, I'm talking all those will be called up, um, our remaining troops will be sent overseas, we're going to have a very, very small American military presence. That's going to be all by design. They're going to make sure our good patriotic American troops overseas are all slaughtered. Now, this is their plan. I'm not saying God can't intervene. I'm saying this is their plan. They're going to be all slaughtered. They're not going to be here to protect the American populace. And then it's going to be all of these foreign troops that are already here on our soil that I've been documenting for years activated in order to commit the uh the the um carnage of any type of resistance groups in america that will not go along with the new world order and they have an inherent hatred for us 
hatred force anyway. The Russian troops, the uh, these troops of foreign souls. We're going to be talking a lot more about this today. I, it's becoming clearer and clearer to me that this is what their plan is. He didn't. I don't even think Dave Hodges really mentioned that, even in any of the reports that we're going to hear about that fact of them shipping our our good patriotic American troops overseas, and particularly the ones that. Now, granted, they'll keep the ones back that they believe will go along with the New World Order. They'll probably retain those troops because those troops won't have a problem, even though they're American, firing on American citizens. They've been brainwashed enough um, or maybe just overtly evil enough where they're not going to have a problem with that. You combine that with all the foreign troops they've got already here, already integrating into society. And then you, you look at all the illegal aliens that they'll have to probably draw upon. And then all of the Muslims that they're, that they're bringing in at breakneck speed. Obama's been bringing in, you know, busting them in, shipping them in, flying them in. All of those, all the Islamic terror cells. Black Lives Matter. The Satanists. The occultists. The Bible talks about in the World War III, and I read that quote not too long ago, where it says we're going to release the nihilists when World War III breaks out. We're going to use Islam. We're going to release the nihilists on, on basically on on the you know on the righteous, on the people that are that are going to resist the New World Order. That's their plan. I really believe that's what we're on the cusp of right now. So. It appears that we're we're probably about on the cusp of the of the darkest time from a righteous standpoint that we have ever went into. Now, where wickedness abounds, God's grace all the more. So it's not like this is going to take God by surprise, or that this is going to be some big you know revelation to God. He knows all this. He knows the beginning from the end. So understand, God has a contingency plan. But you have to have faith to believe that, you know, he can get you through this. That, that he can protect you. That he can, can hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked. No matter how bleak it may seem. And that's why I started out with what I said today. Um, Alright, so that's all we have for part one. And I will we'll go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.